Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the Courtside with Kurt podcast and Facebook Live series. We're here with Kurt Brown, longtime Standard Times Courts and Cops reporter. Thanks for being with us. Thank you. And uh, today we're talking about Jeffrey Kucher, a uh, 46-year-old Fairhaven man who was arrested recently. I'll let you give a little rundown mm. of what he was arrested for. Mm. There, uh, there have been a series of attacks on prostitutes, uh, two in Fall River, two in New Bedford. They date back to March. Um, the ST became aware of it last week. We uh, learned that there was an arrest. We uh, went over to the uh, courthouse. We pulled the court documents. Um, this uh, man has been uh, charged in an attack on uh, July 30th where he picked up a New Bedford woman uh, off the streets of uh, Cushioned Avenue. Uh, he drove her up to um, a desolate area in Freetown and then he proceeded to beat and uh, rape her. Um, the, according to police. According mm-hmm. to police, correct. Uh, there was a dangerousness hearing last week, and bail was set at $5,000. The hearing ended very late in the day, and so there was no resolution of bail until Monday. And uh, today you went down and uh, found out that he had been bailed out? That is correct, yes. Um, I went to New Bedford District Court. The $5,000 has been posted by his wife. Um, he has also been fitted with a GPS monitoring device, and more importantly, he is under home arrest. The judge, Edward Shakansky, uh, he's a former Brockton defense attorney, when he set the bail last Friday, he said that identification was a key issue in this, and that, uh, but he also said the facts of the case were egregious. Because the $5,000 might seem a little bit low to some, especially facing four charges, aggravated rape uh, with serious bodily injury, assault and battery with a dangerous weapon, assault with a dangerous weapon, and regular assault and battery, I guess. Um, so $5,000 seemed a little bit less, but that's because of some ID issues. Mm-hmm. There were some uh, mis-IDs by the mm-hmm. victims. Yes, and, and keep in mind that $5,000 uh, cash bail is not always all that easy to come up with. A lot of times that... Uh, that they will set surety, um, and in that case, it's fifty. It would be fifty thousand dollars surety of five thousand dollars cash. Um, people have a home that they can uh, mortgage uh, their home or hold that against the bail. Uh, so there were identification issues here. Uh, the police, according to testimony last Friday at the dangerousness hearing. Uh, state police have talked and New Bedford police have talked to two of the victims. Uh, neither victim was able to identify Mr. Kucher as uh, their attacker. Um, in fact, one of the victims uh, identified someone else. Uh, a different person altogether. A different person altogether. 
that person seemed to police like the suspect. He had a series of um, priors in his background. We're not saying his name. And uh, he was arrested, and he was also a sex offender. He was arrested. Uh, bail, uh, he was held without bail. Uh, since then, there was an attack on July 30th, um, and this gentleman from Fall River was in custody for that, and so they released him. They released him. So that's always uh, interesting because uh, Jeffrey Kucher doesn't have much of a history. He does at not. Least, uh, uh, at least uh, that... That has, came out in court. Yeah, no arrest, much of an arrest record. Um, so going back, so the first um, attack was March 15th in Fall River, right? Uh-huh. And then there was another one on June 11th in Fall River, but we That's don't correct. know much about we the do Fall not. River attacks. Not much came out of the dangerousness hearing. The, uh, the prosecutor said um, that in one of the attacks in Fall River, the uh, it was reported but not investigated. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that it is the fault of Fall River PD. I don't know the circumstances. It could have been that the victim was unavailable. And then uh, there's not much was said about the other one. Uh, and the other one in Fall River, no. The now the first one, the June 25th one in New Bedford, both both the New Bedford ones sounded fairly similar. Yes, they did. That uh, woman was picked up, mm-hmm. taken to a remote area in Free. We're both Freetown. Correct. And um, then he allegedly proceeded to beat them with a mm-hmm. gun. Um, and then, the second one. Yeah. Oh, just in the second one, it was Correct. a gun. Okay. Yeah. And the first one, he held a knife to knife. the uh, woman's throat. And then, uh, but in both cases, the woman was one case she was got out of a moving car. That's correct. One, yeah, um, so they do seem fairly similar and they connected. Do. That's right, they do. All right, so uh, so where does it go from here now? He's out on bail. Um, uh, he's, he's only been charged in one of the instances, but he's, he's a suspect in the other three, three. Others. That is correct. Yeah, the police are continuing to investigate. Um, on last week, on Thursday, they executed a search warrant at his home. They went into his garage and his uh, tool uh, chest, his roll and tool chest. They found a twenty, uh, what appeared to be a twenty-two caliber BB gun that uh, was similar to the description of the uh, last victim, the case where he's charged on. Uh, they seized that. Uh, they're analyzing that. I uh, emailed the DA's office back and forth today about that uh, and asking them if they had re- uh, uh, received the lab results, uh, assuming they're looking for blood or hair, uh, and uh, they had no comment. Um, and, uh, and the women, uh, there was some significant... Uh the beatings were fairly significant. There were some injuries. One of the women, I think, spent five days. Five days in intensive care at Rhode Island Hospital. Yes. And uh, yeah, extensive facial injuries, severe swelling. That's right. So uh, whoever it was did a, did a number on that. This one. yes, unfortunately. Um, um, so so now for him, he has another court date coming up in September. He does. It, uh, it's September fifteenth in uh, New Bedford District Court. Uh, the judge, um, I don't want to give the impression that the judge has gone easy on this man. Uh, he, he did call the facts in the case egregious, but he did say that identification is the real issue in this case. Uh, Mr. Kucher's defense attorney said that although there's an awful lot of surveillance photos uh, from different businesses on a cushioned avenue, there is no photo of his client along with uh, one of the uh, women. 
And there was also a little bit of footage of him up near the crime scene. That is correct. Uh, Santander Bank, yes. Yeah. So, all right. Well, thanks for talking with us, Kurt. And Thank we'll be following this case uh, for all our will. readers, listeners, and viewers out there on uh, Courtside with Kurt, the podcast, and the Facebook Live series. Yes, we've uh, we've made this an important case for uh, for our paper to follow uh, as it goes through the courts. Again, Brenda, thank you very much. Till next time. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die: The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.